Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Frost and my guest today is Holly Woodhead. Holly's already had a really successful career after being selected for the Pony European Eventing Championships in 2009 to being long-listed for Rio winning the CCI three-star under-25 at Bramham International and then being selected for Team Great Britain on Parkfield Quintessential in 2017. 2018 is set to be a really busy year for her and Holly's going to share her story. This is Horse Hour. We have a guest today that I've been trying to get onto the podcast for ages, but she's been so, so busy because, you know, she's traveling all over the world and she's coaching all these amazing riders. And finally, we get her. It's Holly Woodhead. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, you're, I, I feel really privileged because I've been trying to get Tom McEwen on the podcast for a while and he was scheduled uh. for Friday. And so I'm so thrilled that we have you first. <laughs> you made it on here first. I know. I beat him to it. <laughs> I don't normally beat him, so at least I can brag about this one. <laughs> Bless you. What's it like? They, 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 let's just explain to everybody that, you know, some people aren't into eventing, so they don't know what you do. Let's just explain to them, you know, how great you are. I mean, from 15, you were eventing. You come from a super successful family. Can you explain to us about your dad and your sister? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I'm very fortunate. I do come from an extremely um, knowledgeable background of horses. Um, the whole of my family are involved with horses. My mother also a dresshead rider. My stepmother Heidi's a top event rider, um, and having my dad as as a brilliant trainee, you know, I'm extremely lucky with the background that I've uh, that I've come from. And now you've become a really successful international eventer. So I've got loads of questions yes. for you. But a little birdie told <laughs> me that that growing up. You weren't given anything. If you wanted to do this, no matter how amazing your family were, they said, no, Holly, you've actually got to do it yourself. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've never been given, my sister or myself, never given anything um, on a plate. Uh, if anybody knew my father, that's the way he works, which has only ever worked in in our um, favour, really. I mean, from a young age, we, we have a round school at home in Grimsby and to learn to ride, we were always put on the naughty ones that seemed to book people off or take off at the back of the ride. And, you know, Grandma used to make us get on those and square them up. And, you know, we were given some great ponies uh, from some some very nice families. Um, 
to learn on. Uh, we learn on riding school ponies. My sister learned to ride with the Riding for Disabled that we have. A, we had at home. So yeah, it it was a it was a brilliant upbringing. How lovely to include the riding school because I'm such a believer in riding schools. I mean, not just for children, but I went to riding school when I was 27 and that's what got me back into riding. I'm so grateful for them. Yeah, a funny story with them, with the riding school actually. I was obsessed with them, all the riding school ponies and every Wednesday night, I think I used to raid my mum's like kitty and managed to get all the change together. And then I'd pack my bag and put my boots and my hat and my gloves in this bag. And I'd go downstairs and I'd walk into the tack room and look on the list and see who I was riding and then go join the ride um, on 6.15 Wednesday, <laughs> uh, Wednesday evening every week. And everyone used to go, Holly, you've got your own ponies. Like, you can go around. And I was like, no, I want, to, I want to ride in the riding school. <laughs> so that's where my riding habits came from. <laughs> so you, you've got um, three different members of your family who were really good at riding. And so you could choose. You were, you were, you were lucky in the respect that you, you were aware of the different disciplines. So you could follow your mum's footsteps and go into dressage. What made you choose eventing? Um, I think... From a from a very uh, early age, um, I loved the dressage. I always wanted to be a dressage rider. And then, as I as I got a little bit older, I decided that I was a little bit too mad for the dressage, and I'd rather go flat out everywhere than, <laughs> you know, stay in a collected canter in indoor school or just you know. And I was all you know, I wanted to do the tricks and everything instead of really work at the basics. Um, and I was very lucky to be given a pony called Bally Money that actually started my career off from a lovely lady called Joan Little and she was an out and out jumper and she started my career um, and really gave me the buzz to want to do the eventing um, and also it helped dad marrying Heidi Simmons and uh, now Heidi Woodhead and um, she also evented and you know I got to go watch her at Berlin badminton and from then I think I just got the bug and that's, that's all I wanted to do. Gosh, so you've got to be, I always say, really, really brave to do eventing. I'm a four feet on the ground kind of girl. I'm not crazy enough to, or, or definitely don't have the courage to go galloping around those fences that you that you do. Um, what is it that that makes you so passionate apart from the speed? Well, actually, if you looked at my record, I'm not the fastest in the world. <laughs> definitely not as fast as Izzy or Gemma. Um, I think it's just... The bond that you, when you go in cross country and the feeling that it, it is just you and your horse, um, you know, the, the challenges that are there in front of you, you've got to take it as it comes. And it's, like, I relate that to a little bit in life, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so it's a bit of a mystery and, you know, if you ride well, you do well. So I think that's where I, I get the drive from, especially going cross country. Um, and it helps if you're also sat on a very nice horse. Mm-hmm. Um but I think, yeah, I think that's definitely the the key that makes me want to do them. Mm. And with the fact that you you love the, that pace so much more and the cross country a little bit more than the dressage, does that mean that you have to really <laughs> kick your bum into place to actually do the dressage and do the groundwork at, at home? Because it's important, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. And I'm extremely lucky that I, I'd like to think that I'm quite knowledgeable on that. Um, a lot of people, you know... They expect me to do well on, in the dressage, but you know I'm I'm still quite young, and although my father and my sister and mum help, um, you know a lot of it I do do on my own. So 
having having a little bit of their their input now and again really really helps but it makes me laugh when people say things like you know well she's got a good mum and a good dad who can tell her what to do because quite honestly I'd never listen to my parents no I can't say I do though um, (laughs) not not on a day basis but as soon as they're in the arena you know I I couldn't tell you two more people that I appreciate more and if I, I've always said since I was little, if I could be half as good as them, then I'll, then I'll be happy. And that comes down to you being a true professional, that, you know, you can respect them enough to know that they do know what they're talking about, obviously, because they're, they're you know, amazing <laughs> yeah. trainers. But um, maybe yeah. that, that you've been doing that since you were young. You know, many 15-year-olds would say, you know, my mum's the she could be the best best rider in the world. She can't ride at all, by the way, and she's petrified of horses. Yeah. But at that <laughs> age, I think I'd still struggle. Um, and, and to have that professional head on you so young to, to, to take on board all the advice around you has must have helped your career. Oh, massively. And um, with advice, you know, I like it from anyone, whether it's my sister or you know, just someone on the ground, the girls um, that work for me, Lydia and George, like even if they're in the school, you know, I, I ask, you know, is eyes on the ground and more, you know, can tell you a lot. And having having the knowledge, obviously, of my parents, it's, um, I think it's got me to where I am now. But let's not take away from the fact that your first pony you produced yourself. Yeah, she would. Well, when she was ridden by um, a fellow eventer and also a friend, Danny Dunn, um, up to novice, and then I managed to get her. Um, and she was a brilliant pony, um, quite stubborn at times, but she she got me to to a good level. Um, and I I was very lucky to have a, a horse called the French one, who we still actually have now. Um, he was given to me as a gift from um, Derek Harrison. He competed up to three-star level, and he he was a very quirky horse, and I had a lot of success with him at JRNs um, when I was probably 15, 16. So I'm very grateful to him as well um, for for giving me that boost. For those of us like me that don't know what a JRN is, what is that a junior riding? Uh, Yeah, regional, like it's... uh, it's between like ponies and juniors that uh, is it's an in-between like an in-between class they used to have their final at western park oh. um i didn't they actually do it anymore oh but. no that's sad now i've also heard through the grapevine that you have a wonderful horse called luke can you tell us about luke <gasps> yes. is he your baby luke is my baby and also the devil um <laughs> he I owe everything to him. He's, um, and I'm so excited about this year. He's back in work now. He's had 18 months off. Um, Heidi, my stepmom's done an incredible job with his, um, looking after him for the 18 months. Um, so now just look forward to cracking on this, this season with him and hopefully get some good results. Why did he have 18 months off? Was he okay? So, yeah, we, so um, he was, he injured himself just before the the final selection for Rio, oh. um, which I was lucky to be shortlisted for, um, which was a massive. It was a massive high and then a massive low, but you've got to take it. You know that's eventing on horses for you. So he he was injured and then he was off all last year, um, and so I didn't have a top horse last year. But I was very lucky to have two, three fantastic horses all move up to advanced level. 
Um, but that's, that's hard, Heidi, for you, for you on, on two levels, because, you know, for you, you've been shortlisted for Rio, which is such an amazing achievement. You're only 24. And then yeah. and then to not only do you have the loss of not being able to go, but then you've got the loss, really, that your horse, which I think is even more important, is your horse is really poorly. Yeah, it was it was massive. It was a massive um, knock on the head. Um and you know, it, like I just evented because I loved that horse so much. And I always said, you know, if I didn't have him, I don't want to do it. Mm. Um, I think that's it. Only makes you stronger. And you know, like I said last year, I started off with one intermediate horse, and I ended up with three advanced horses. Um, so I think it just, you know, as one door closes, another one opens, and um, and now to have him back in the team, um, it's super exciting for this year. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. And I'm thrilled that he's better. I'm thrilled that... What What was yeah. the injury? What was wrong with him? So he just he just had um, a slight leg injury. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't too serious, but we just... We wanted to give him the time. Mm. Um, you know, like he owes me nothing and, you know, I'd rather him be 100% and we'll just go for Tokyo instead. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's the plan then? Well, you know, you, you've all got to have your, your, plan, your plans and your aims. You've got to have plan A, B, C, D. Um, but I think he's good enough. And if we if we have some good results, then why not? So what what do you have to do then um, as a rider to, to make sure that your horse is okay and ready for Tokyo? And also you, you're, you're ready for it too. I think it's just having a very good plan and... For me, it's having my amazing team around me, um, which includes from the farrier to the physio, the vets, the girls on the yard who, on a daily basis, I'd be lost without because they are brilliant. And having the support team around you that, you know, the planning and the preparation, you get you get spot on. And so this is coming from me, who is not very organised whatsoever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm happy to admit it, you know, not a lot of people can get hold of me or anything, but um, I'm very lucky to have the team that I do at so, such a young age. Um, so I think if we can just keep moving forward and building on that, then anything's possible. Oh, I think it's incredible. Holly, I'm fascinated to know, yeah, what, what was the, the turning point for you when you thought, I, I, I'm actually really good at this? And not only am I really good at it, but I think I could do it as a business. So my the turning point for me, I was very fortunate to actually work uh, for a year for my boyfriend when I had a skiing accident in 2012, and I was off all year with a cruci- I snapped my cruciate ligament. I skied oh. off a cliff. Oh no! Which <laughs> I wouldn't that? advise anyone because oh, I was laughing at my sister so much. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't advise skiing off a cliff to anyone at all, or at the beginning of the season. Um, <laughs> So I was off all year and I, that year that I had off and I had to stand back and watch people compete, how people dealt with nerves, how people prepared, you know, without having to compete myself. And I watched and that year alone, I learned so much um, from just watching from the, from the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, it was no, it was not a bad thing at all. Um and then I moved away, I moved yards, um, and I rented two stables. Um, I just had two horses, and I lived in my lorry for six months. 
I found work and I made it happen. And I think from that point, I thought, actually, you know, if I can go through that and come out the other end, why not give it a go? Yeah. Um, and that was three years ago. Um, and now I have an amazing string of horses from, I've got 20 plus horses, um, some amazing owners, a fantastic yard here at Brook Farm, um, who, which belongs to Parkfield Breeding, Sharon and Holly Bishop. And I'm just forever grateful for what everyone does for me. Gosh, that, that's so lovely. I still can't believe you lived in a, in a horse box for six months. I did. <laughs> and my lorry had no heating, no water. Um, yeah, so when people say venters are, yeah, we, we live in lorries all year. So why not live, live in one normally? <laughs> but how did you cope yeah. with, no, with no water? Like, where did you shower? Well, I, very kindly, we were at Maisie, Maisie Manor. Uh, home to Catherine Burrell, um, and at the time Jesse Campbell, the Kiwi eventer, was based there, and he was he was very lovely and let me borrow the shower. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't go without a shower. <laughs> so yeah, no, and I had, I had some really great friends, and like Lisa Green, I went and stayed with her for a few weeks, and just you know you've got to make it happen. It don't matter how tough it is, you'll you'll come out the other end. Oh, it's brilliant! You've um, been sofa surfing at all these amazing riders' houses. Uh, it's proper, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, yeah, the, um, I was a little bit like a gypsy for a while. Um, do you know, Holly? So... We should do it again for a week. I'll give you a video camera and just go sofa yeah. surfing everyone's houses I that will. you did then, and um, and give us little <laughs> updates along the way. It sounds like so I'd much fun. Absolutely love to. Yeah, definitely. I'd love I, to. I bet it must have been a lot of pressure at that time, though. You know, when you've you've the outgoings are the horses, so I guess you don't have rent to pay and things like that. But ultimately, you've you've got to make it work because you have you've given up everything. You haven't got anything. Yeah. No, I, and I think that's having my parents very horsey, um, and you know, Dad's motto: you, you, "I'm not going to give anything to you on a plate." Like we've got. a an amazing yard at home in Grimsby he could have just handed that over but no if we want it we work for it and um you know now I can stand on my own two feet and I ring him up for advice and that's about it (laughs) so I don't really have to um rely on anyone for anything as such jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How did you learn the business side of things? Because that's not something that you get taught at school. You only learn that through experience. Yeah, um, I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, but we all uh, are. Everyone in, yeah. everyone in business is always learning. You know, I have a, a great um, girl that helped me do the, the books and everything. Um, but it just a, a day-to-day is just trial and error, <laughs> I think, I'm going to say. Um, but no, I, I, yeah. I think I think you it's hard coming from a uh, my, my, my background's business yeah. um, and horses were later on in life because I didn't start riding until I was 27 so coming from a predominantly business background I think you every person has a product or a vision and your your product and your vision is you and that's your goals which is great but I think the hard thing when you become a professional rider and need to set up a business is then learning things like managing staff and dealing with contracts and terms of employment and accounts accounts is always the killer when you've got to do your tax returns but you know what Holly (laughs) that's what accountants and bookkeepers are for so People like, I know it sounds really cheesy, but people like Alan Sugar and all the top successful people, they have advisors around them. And I often say it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to just pay those people that know what they're doing. Yeah. Because we can't be good at everything. Your expertise is your brand. It's you. It's the riding. It's the competing. It's the producing horses and coaching new people coming through. The, yeah. um, the the other stuff that we're not so good at, yeah, just employ someone to do it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, 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 all, I'm all for, I, I do ask a lot of people for help and I'm not shy about asking um, for help. So, Well, if the... you need any help, then yeah, we do no, have, we have Horse Hour Business, um, which is on Facebook, it's a Facebook group, and there are some great people on there. So there's I'm experts, super. there's consultants. So we basically put together a collection of, business people that are all experts in their industry and it's some super. of the users as well they've had great experience so they share their stories there was a lady the other day that um she wants to use, she wants to launch a new therapy um actually it's oh, in wow. america she wants to launch it um and she didn't know how to raise any money um she knew that she had this great product but it was going to cost her a fortune to buy it so the the the, the well our business experts and some other users get to get got together and so why don't you try this form of raising money and you know maybe you could try crowdfunding and help her do her market research and helped her do her business plan and she's now launching it in america oh wow so i think you're right you know amazing asking for help is is okay and you're lovely and you're really bubbly so i'm I'm sure the managing the people side is isn't too hard for you (laughs) i I try i try um but no, it's, it's keeping it fair as well as like in, on the yard with, with the girls and stuff. Um, yeah. Like they take it in turns going to the shows and, you know, I treat, I'd, I'd like to think I treat everyone equally. Mm. And, and um, those girls have their dreams yeah. as well. So they've got, some yeah. of them will be aspiring to be like you. Some of them will want to be the head groom and will absolutely yeah. love the looking after the horses. So I guess it's learning 
what each person wants and what their goals are. So exactly. And I'm I'm very much for like um I have a guy called James Stocker who's a young rider here and I think the opportunities I've been given in the past and lately and everything else, I always want to give to other people mm. as well and I'm like and I love I love teaching. And I love giving the the knowledge and the help that like I've I've received. I love giving that on to the, to other people. You know, I get as much buzz out of doing it myself and doing well as when I see someone I've helped go out and do well. Hmm. Um, so I think that you know, and I, I think that's a good a good thing to have, especially in this world when the industry is it is tough. Hmm. Um. I've heard that a lot. I mean, you, for example, you know, you're up at half past six. Your day today is just insane. Um, half six in the that's morning. That's just normal. Yeah, to, you know, half seven, eight o'clock Easy at night. Day. And that's, that's but nonstop. But I've also yeah. heard a few riders have said, you know, just going back briefly to what you were saying about watching, when you had that year out and you were watching yeah. everybody and like like being a sponge, soaking it all in. Um, for, for riders that are... A, a few levels lower than you you know they could go to we go to badminton we go to burley we could go to some three-star events and just sitting in that warm-up ring or just outside and watching people warm up and watching what they're doing with their horses i find it really calming because for me i go oh i'm so nervous and so crazy about everything Mm. and every everybody's so relaxed um but also i should imagine you're very approachable so if i had a question i'd want to ask you but 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 as a spectator, I don't want to bother you because I'm thinking, oh, she's in the zone. I think to anyone out there that's, you know, that's got some dreams and ambitions, never be afraid to ask. Um, and I'm, like the majority, I'd like to think of riders would be definitely, you know, free to offer help um, and everything. Like even now when I'm at an event, I'm most of the time wandering around the lorry park trying to find someone to ask them their opinion or you know, like you never, you can never stop learning. You can learn something new from everyone. So definitely, from that point of view, if you're going to watch at an event, you know, take time and go watch at the the warm up because that's where you'll learn that you'll learn a lot from watching people in the warm up and how differently people do things. Mm. It, it, a, it was a massive eye opener, and I'm, in a way, I'm pleased I skied off the cliff. Um, <laughs> so I got time to I got time to learn. Um, so. Don't be afraid of asking and watching. So you've had a break. Luke's had a break too. So the, the yeah. partnership is a force to be reckoned with this year. Oh, definitely. What definitely. Are, what are your plans? Um, with him, I'd definitely like to win Blenheim. Oh, I think nice. that's my, yeah, <laughs> I think that's my, my aim with him. You know, I've got plenty of time. It's an amazing event. I was lucky enough to take um, one of my other great horses, Parkville Quintessential, there last year. Um, it was my first time competing there, and I hope it's not my last. Um, and I'd like to go back and win there, and especially on Luke. So, yeah. Oh, that would be such a lovely story. Yeah. And it'd be like a movie, really. Hollywood flies off the edge <laughs> of a cliff. A Horse Luke hurts himself just before he's going to Rio. And then it all comes yeah. together nicely in a gorgeous little package where they win. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be amazing. It'd be a sellout. How many horses do you have? So uh, we have twenty-three in in work competing at the moment, um, ranging from the three coming four-year-olds to my top horses. Um, 
So, yeah, we've got quite a few this year, but looking forward to all of them. They're all lovely horses and have some amazing owners, like I said um, earlier. So hopefully it's going to be a good year. And how many, out of those 23, how many do you personally compete? They will all be for me. <laughs> no way. How do you compete? Um, yeah, a few, well, a few of them are... Um, we own myself, well, not me particularly, uh, my dad owns, um, you know, and James Stocker, my second rider, who's also got his own horse, he's going to go for Young Riders again this year, um, He he's allowed to compete and he does a brilliant job of competing some of my own, so, you know, it's, it's very much a team effort of competing them, um, mm. but definitely, so... And, and your groom, who are the groom? Do you, are you the sort of person that has grooms that rides them to warm them up for you, or do you do everything yourself? No, I'm, I'm very much, I like all my horses to be ridden by my, obviously myself, but I would expect my horses to go in the same way for anybody who would get on them. Um, so both my girls, Georgia and Lydia, they both ride, they hack, you know, they can school. Um, okay. Lydia spends quite a lot of the winter out hunting some of the young horses, mm. uh, which I think she thoroughly enjoys. Um, and then, obviously, James rides alongside me. Um, and anybody that I, I teach, you know, if they're coming in for a lesson, I'm more than happy for them to walk, help warm up horses with me. Wow. Um, so You wouldn't be saying that, Holly, if you, if you were <laughs> teaching me. You'd be like, no, no, no. Uh, Amy, you can go to the other <laughs> end of the estate. <laughs> <laughs> miles away yeah, no. we, well we've got horses to fit different like to suit different people and you know the the older ones I tend to ride just myself um but especially the young ones that like hacking and stuff I think it's good to, ha- to have a bit of variety with them mm. um so and has Tom come over yet and said oh get let me ride that one Holly that one's a really good one <laughs> he says it about Luke quite a lot we didn't go skiing this year um well we were supposed to go skiing funnily enough and we didn't I think he knows that Luke's going back into work so mm. I think if we did go skiing he'd slightly push me back off a cliff again <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah and I, I know he's got a soft spot for Luke but um no hands off Thomas <laughs> <laughs> You were talking about the riding schools earlier and how much you love them, and it sounds like yes. you've got so. It sounds like you've got a mini riding school there. Like once they've all competed, I know they're not riding school ponies, but would you consider yeah. setting up your own riding school? I don't. Uh, I don't think so. Um, I know, like my family, my grandma did it for sixty odd years, and I know what stress it causes. Mm. Um, but I mean, my sister's now based at home in Grimsby. Um, and unfortunately, she actually shut the riding school down um, due to having too many horses. Um, so it's a professional dressage yard now. Um, but I think if I was ever to go home um, in years to come, I, I definitely would set it back up again at home. <laughs> um, so watch that space, Amy. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, and do you... I love watching all the little, the little kids fly around on the ponies out of control and, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's how we learn, and I think that's how people should still learn. 
It makes my heart melt. But it also, now that I'm a bit older, it also <laughs> makes me cringe because I think, oh, God, how did they, um, how did we get away with that in those days? You know, the Jim Carners, jump on, jump off, take the saddle off, take the saddle yeah. on, run around that, go on. If you fall off, it's all right, get back yeah. on. You know, those days. Yeah, just laugh. You, <laughs> you bounce better as a child. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't imagine doing that now. And and do you do you still do work with the RDA? No, we it, that was at home in Grimsby. Um, but that is something I would love to be a part of in a few years. Um, whether to be involved with an organisation um, or to do you know to raise money for RDA, that uh, it is quite close to my heart. Um, and that's uh, that is definitely an ambition and gold to do when I'm a little bit older and when I've got a little bit more time um, is to to work alongside something like that. Oh, that would be lovely. Well, let me know when you do. I'll I'll work with you on that because I think that could be Oh, that'd be amazing. I love the idea. I think they're amazing. I think it's very... And I think it's such a good, you know, for... I think it's good for anyone and it's... um, They're so positive and they take... What I love the most is they take what can be really sad, could be seen as negative situations and and give everybody a a lease of life to actually go and do be so successful doing what they love as well yeah. as looking after the horses everyone's outside I just I, I absolutely love it yeah I think and having grown up like grown up and um, been around it as a as a young person it's it's all very um level and fun and everyone enjoys it and it, I just think it's a brilliant brilliant cause well, Holly, thank yeah. you so much for talking to us Sorry. this evening. It's been really lovely Not talking to you. What are you going to do thank now? You. Go and get some rest. Uh, I'm going to put some washing on, I think, <laughs> and maybe have a little drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then probably head to bed for another long day tomorrow. Get some sleep. How can we follow you on Twitter and Instagram? And... Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, and my Facebook page. Um, and recently I've got a, a fabulous website. Uh, now it's all been revamped. Uh, very kindly from Tim Wilkinson, who's done all the photos and everything. So definitely get following um, if you don't already. On Instagram, I'm just Hollywoodhead. Um, on Twitter, I'm Hollywoodhead2. And then on Facebook, just Hollywoodhead Eventing. And I love that you've got your own hashtag, the Woodhead Way. The Woodhead Way. Now, your sponsors, we'll give them a quick mention because without sponsors, you know, we we can do what we do. So, Horseware Ireland, Eurostar, NAF, Gain Animal Nutrition, Antares. Um, What do they do? Lovely, lovely tack. Uh, Saddles, bridles, hats, boots. Definitely worth follow. Oh, they look gorgeous. Yeah, they are very, very nice. Uh, Mojo Europe. Yes. Yeah. So, what what are Mojo Europe? Um, they're they're holographic Mojo wristbands. How do they help? Well, I'd like to think they help me stay on. Um, <laughs> they give you good balance. Um, yeah. So, I I wear mine especially across country. They've got embedded holographic technology, yes, which is used by athletes, used both for horses, animals, and humans, and it helps with your inner balance. Yes. Oh my goodness! Well, I totally need that because I can't even walk down the road without nearly falling <laughs> over. So that'd be great. It um, hasn't yeah. worked on a night out yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you consume but, alcohol. No. <laughs> and then your images are provided by um, Tim Wilkinson, yeah, who's yeah. super. 
Well, Holly, thank you so, so much. I'm going to let you go and have a glass of wine, a hot bath and put your feet up and have a rest. Thank you so much. And best of luck for you and Luke. We will be cheering you on from the sidelines this year. (laughs) Thank you ever so much. Thanks, Holly. Bye. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. You can hear more episodes of the Horse Hour podcast on our website. Just head to horsehour.co.uk. You can also listen on iTunes and on Acast. And while you're there, why not hit subscribe? Because you'll never miss an episode again. Once you hit subscribe, each new episode of the podcast comes directly through to your mobile phone and even sends you a little notification. While you're on our website, then there's lots of education in our education hub from advice on laminitis, on grass sickness, even tips on first aid for your horse i hope you enjoy horse hour on twitter every monday night between 8 and 9 p.m just use the hashtag horse hour and of course we tweet all week so we're always looking for your stories and your journeys your videos and your pictures everything that you're doing with your horse i hope you have a great week and i'll speak to you soon you've been listening to horse hour join the community on twitter mondays 8 p.m uk time 3 p.m eastern by using the hashtag horse hour follow amy at amy stevenson one and subscribe to us on acast itunes stitcher and player fm planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.